got what they want when I kick it. OE for the OGs, I got mad fines for these tickets. No love for the police, I got paid a bit, now I'm vicious. Low key, moving slowly, I got bad hoes and my missus. Work hard as fuck, I work CCC Giving all of my hoes, branding GDP Get a website, giving CDs free It's for all of my bros on EBT Loyalty I beat, till my heart collapses Ballin' so hard for the march Madness, take a shot for Justin Take a shot for Grandpa If I got the pussy, they should go private after we smoke I so low, just a liability I ride so low Timberland boots, never been polo I pull up in a coupe, then it's on a pogo Jumping up and down from the sign of the hate away New bitch from the 808 You switch up the rate of pain Now I'm on top and these women never stay away what they want when I kick it OE for the OGs I got bad fines from these tickets No love for the police I got paid a bit, now I'm vicious Low key, moving slowly I got bad hoes and my missus Need a new whip Need a few chips, take a few sips of that 2020 That's mad dog, sweet mad dog Whatever cats mention in my last song Got ambition, grams listed Ready for the turn up with the grams twisted Need a Heineken, need a finer pen Need a write down shit every time I sin Been down and out, got a hoe at home Never drink too much, gotta hold my own Never hold Patron, can't throw that back In the house party chillin' with the old side cap Gotta flow that slap, gotta blow that trap I'm too independent, I could never hold back raps Not a old G, you don't smoke for free. Never time I hit the block, you gotta know this me. Cause I got I, what they want when I kick it. OE for the OGs, I got There you go, man. You got to expect it over here, Playboy. <laughs> All right. All right, Daddy. So where were you born and raised, my boy? Born and raised in Oceanside, California. Okay. So talk to me about, about your upbringing, man. Talk to me. How, what what molded you to become the guy you are now? I want to get into your music thing because obviously there had to be a lot of influences in your life. <clears throat> yeah. So um, growing up, um, I grew up born and raised in Oceanside, California. And um, the area that I grew up in was... Uh, had a very heavy, heavy like uh, Samoan population. Okay. A lot of like uh, Samoan culture. Um, so you know, I, I ran you know with some fellas that were uh, from my neighborhood that were you know of um, some Samoan descent or what? Yes, sir. But my my city though, all around, it has all ethnic backgrounds. Um, and people from all over the world come there and 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 you know nest there and 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 make their families and 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 I, I've I'm I'm only. Of, I guess first generation being there, but there's like there's communities in Oceanside that have heavy, heavy like Chicano uh, roots in Oceanside. Well, I mean, so was can you say the neighborhood that what you hung around with or you were um, from out there? I grew up uh, particularly in an area they call uh, Mid Valley Oceanside. Okay, um, the area I lived in had um, like a, a a swap meet that I used to go to every weekend. Right. I loved the swap meets growing up, you know, going in there and just smelling the the food that they were cooking. The they have the bandas, they'd be having like you could just it, it just was like a really like family, like friendly place, you know. Right. The swap meet. Um, you know, people from like all over the county would come to our swap meet. Um, but I had been in Oceanside before it was the swap meet. It used to be the drive ins. 
we used to have a drive-in, um, but we were the only city really in uh, in all of the surrounding cities that had a, a drive-in. You, you guys still got the drive-ins? Because most of our drive-ins, no, no, they, they not, fights. Yeah, no, it's gone. It's gone. What? Even the swap meet had a lot of fights, you know, but it's, it's gone now. You know, they're really like developing the city right now. Gentrification is going right, down Right, major, right, right. And it looks, it looks, from when I was growing up, it looks totally different. Okay. Like totally different. Not just my area, but when you travel up more toward the coast where it's like down. You have a lot, it seems like a lot of also, uh, you got a swag of the brothers, little Chicano in there, a little bit of everything. Is that fair to say? Uh, what do you mean by that? By your, like your swag, your style, your your whole like music. It seems like it's a it's a melting pot of a bunch of cultures almost. <clears throat> so pretty much my music, you know, like ever since I started making music has always represented the city. Um, but like I said, man, it, it, it takes to really go there and, and uh, really take you to like certain areas where you're like, damn, like you would have never thought like there's like a, a Filipino population in there, Samoan population, a right. black, uh, uh, you know, just everybody is there, you know. Um, so my music really like uh, uh, shows that my videos, they show that um, I just I just try to represent the best I can um, where I came from. So when you watch my videos, like you said, man, it's it's very heavy, like mixed diverse yeah, cultures yeah i'm loving um, that i'm digging that now when did you when would you say was the first time you kind of when do you remember when you first fell in love with music uh man uh the first time i really fell in love with music was not not after like the first song i made but it was more so when i, I got into high school i had been doing it since i was in middle school uh did my first song in middle school uh showed it off to all my friends but wasn't taking it serious until i really got into high school like touring my like I guess like the year I would graduate, um, I really started taking it serious and I started selling like hard copy, like mixtapes and, and doing like really like the street work type of uh, uh, hustle before it's this digital uh, uh, age. So so you kind of saw the transition from... Right, you, right. You still were slanging CDs? Yes. And uh, how was the CD game compared to now the digital game? Man, it's 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 like people don't even have a personality now. People, people don't know what it's like to really walk up to somebody and be like, yo, I'm such and such. Um, this is my music, even though you know they're not gonna fuck with you. It's like at least at least try, you know. Right. Um, so I, I grew up with that whole mentality. So this whole digital shit is like almost like it's handed to a lot of people because there's so much eyes that you can reach now. Back then it was like you're only reaching word of mouth people in the streets. Right, right. So now it's 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 a lot different. It's a lot different. And being able to see that and, and adapt, I think adapting is the most important because like I would have been I would have been really irrelevant if I was still on the same hard copy, you know, physical oh, yeah, for sure. meet in person uh, hustle. You know, this is a different game. Yeah, you would have been just very well known in your city, but not, right. not outside the city, right? Right, right. Now, how much rejection have you gotten since you started? And was there ever a point in time in your career that you, yeah, you kind of wanted to quit? That's a really good question because a lot of people don't ask that question. But yes, there was, there was never a time I wanted to quit. But there was... Countless times where I got rejected, countless times where I got discouraged, countless times where I was just like, damn, did that really just happen? Like that kind of tested my character. But did that just really happen? Because it's like that would have never slid when I was younger, you know? <laughs> so a lot of shit slides now that like I never really would have let slide when I was younger, you know? Like there's a lot of disrespect in the industry. There's a lot of disrespect in the game that you really have to um, 
experience and 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 figure out how you're gonna deal with it because some people will be taking you know um uh rejection bad oh yes for sure now when you say disrespect in the game like what what kind of stuff without actually calling stuff like people out or not but what, what kind of stuff do you get you get a lot man you get a lot especially if you're like me and you're an underdog and, you, and you're trying to come up you get a lot of people that are just pushing your buttons you get a lot of people that are like even if i'm gonna just give you an instant yeah, or okay. like a scenario um there's like a lot of artists you know up and coming that you know they choose to sell their their features and stuff like that well i was once upon a time that person that was buying a feature and i remember meeting up with this artist and he had me come up here to la and he had me just sitting around all day since like all the way early in the morning i think it was like seven in the morning all the way until like midnight i think it was past midnight in la at the time i didn't it was like on my my, my come up I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have really like connections up here. And I just was sitting around, you know, and this artist just was like pushing my buttons, you know, and like, that's really like disrespect to me. You know, he kept telling me, you know, I'm going to be there in an hour. I'm going to be there in an hour. So he, he, you're, he's supposed to be uh, in your, on your song or something, right? He's doing a feature right. with you. You're, right. you're paying him. Right. But the thing is like people, people can be disrespectful in terms of like not being like business, like yes. not, not being to their word, not yes. being uh, uh, truthful with you. You know, and that's that's what I, I call disrespect. So there's a lot of that, and and some people will get hot about it. Some yeah. people wouldn't let that slip, shit slide. But for me, it's like, how do you deal with that when it constantly happens, and you just have to just keep pushing through it? I, I think it's uh, an unfortunate part of the game because if if uh, Desi go, get takes off on this fool when he sees him, the next person gonna say, "I'm not signing this guy." He's, or I'm not fucking with him. I, I don't want to be associated with him. He, yeah. has, he has bad. He has dirt on his name, um, which. Which I consider, you know, everything I do is is very like to a T, you know, like everything I do is really walking on eggshells because I've done a lot to get to this point, and you know, and a lot a lot of times for people to get to this point, it only takes one fuck up for them to be to be gone. Yes, yes, yes. I think a, a lot of people don't understand that it takes one bad move and all of a sudden all that work. It's almost like a boxer. This is how it is, especially with Mexican boxers like Canelo. You could be on top as soon as you lose, everybody's talking exactly. shit about you. Everybody's on your side on the come up when you're winning, but as soon as you lose. Everyone gives you that that cold shoulder, you know. So that's what I'm really careful for. I, I don't want to make that first mistake yet, you know. I'm still like on the rise, um, so I'm, I'm very very careful in what I do. Now, how do you maintain your circle so close? Have you? I'm sure throughout your career, you've had a lot of people come come in your life, so called friends, and after that, you they kind of drop off, no? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's so funny you're asking me this, man. Before I was coming up here. Last night, I was just like really thinking about like, damn, like all, all the, everybody I grew up, grew up with, all, all, even like my homies, like they, to be honest with you, they don't support me, you know, like they don't really like, they're not really in my corner anymore. Um, and I can say that, you know, because it's, it's facts. And um, it's just crazy because like when you grow, like a lot of people aren't going to grow with you. Right. A lot of people aren't going to grow with you. Yeah. But do I love those people? Yeah, I love them. But it's like I could love them from a distance. Yeah, well, yeah, you can't you can't get caught up in their BS and be stuck with them. That's a lot of times when people, especially when they grow, you outgrow them. And unfortunately, it seems like people will say, "Oh, you think you're all that? You think you you're better? It's not you're better. You want better for yourself and right. your family, homeboy. Right. And that's one thing they got to understand. Mm -hmm. So, as far as the features that you get, are you having to come up for every single one of these guys, pay them some money? Are there guys who sit there and say, you know what, fool, I got you. Just, you know, hook me up with this. How, how does that work, the game? So the game is tricky, man. And you know what? You got to play. You got to play your hand. So, for instance, in, in, in my hand, personally, um, like, 
I'm not gonna say no names, but I I got a couple of artists on my project I just released, One Nation Under the Funk, um, that I had to pay to have them, you know, on my 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 record. Right. And then I have a a, a handful of, or I have like a couple of artists on my project where I I didn't have to pay anything. They just did it off of you know the love and That's right. and just beca- mainly because of the come up and and what I've done after I hit them up to to do like work. I, I still was putting my own stuff out. I still was working hard. I still was. I wasn't relying on them to respond. So I think that they seen that you know because you, you you can't stop working. You can't rely on somebody to get back to. You. But as far as like paying for features, bro, you really have to know that that feature is gonna um, recoup. Wow. You know, if if you're gonna pay for something, make sure that it's gonna recoup. Make sure that you're gonna do the whole uh, promotion thing. You're gonna do. You're gonna shoot the video. Make sure you have something where it, it ties in with the video. You know, because nowadays the image gets you popping more than your music. Yeah, and that's facts, sure. and that's facts. Fact. So many people right now are just living their career off of, off of image. So you have to make sure if you're gonna pay to do a song with somebody, you have to make sure that they're down to do the video. You have to. Yeah, because I've seen, uh, I saw some of the, some of your music. I actually saw probably all of it. I was bumping the whole thing the whole week, right? And I saw a lot of the features. So man, this guy got some features. But what I did notice was all the features had the guys in the in the rap videos. And I have seen some before when guys do features. And they're not in there. Yeah, and to me that's almost like how you were saying. That's a little sign of disrespect. That's like, here I'm gonna throw you a bone. I'll I'll sing it in my studio and I'm gonna shoot you the audio, but no video to it. And that's another part of the game, man. That's another part of like figuring out. Like I didn't know that coming up. I didn't know that I would have to pay to have you on a song and then later on you're going to charge me again another fee to do the video. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that. Read the fine print. Um, but, you know, I had to experience it. I had to go through the steps. I had to figure it out. But it just wasn't just me, you know. Like, luckily I have a team. You know, my team has helped me out, you know, be able to really not really get discouraged about, like, things like that, you right. know. Because the business, it could get tricky, man. And then your mind will start spinning and then you have all this personal shit. And then you have the business and it's like, it gets a little tricky, you know. So how do you how do you separate that part of the business from the street? Because I, I say things like this. It's It was, to me, when I was running the streets, it was easier being a gangster because if somebody owed me money, I can go put a beat down on them or get a, pull a strap out on them and this and that. But in right. the business sense, you do that, you're out of business. So mm-hmm. how, how, how hard is it to, to kind of separate both of those? You know what? When it comes to like, like to comes down to the real business of like the whole like comes down to like like you know like m- money. To me, you know, to be honest, when it comes down to like something like that, like that's a very fragile topic. And um, there's like several ways you can go about it. You know, professional or not professional, but that's that's how like you choose. And and you know, like it's how much of a businessman that you want to be. You yeah. know, and me, I choose to be a, a full businessman. So if if, if if something's not like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to bug somebody. If, if if I have to get from something from somebody, I'm going to wait for them to come to me. And if they don't come to me, you know, at this point, it's just like, I, I don't need them. Yeah, you chuck it up as a lot, somebody. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of like you're paying somebody to get out of your life. Yeah. All right? <laughs> you're paying the headache to go away. Yeah, I've had people owe me money. It was, you know what, homie? I paid that for to stay out of my life for the rest of his yeah, life. Yeah, but homie. I mean, another thing is that you 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 get to sleep knowing that, you know, you did, and at the end of the day, you did help somebody out. So who are the people that have been pushing you forward and helping you out the most in your career? My team, Mad Strange. Uh, uh, I linked with them, you know, in the beginning of my career, of my come up. Um, before I started really releasing music videos on YouTube because YouTube was really the first platform where I got to like really excel in uh, and it was mainly because um, I, you know the team they helped me to like adapt to find an, an, an image um, and you know do things digital you know from from the whole you know like physical copy CDs to like digital it was like it was like a foreign language to me 
I bet. Um, and you know the team, they really like they really figured it out. They took the time to figure it out. You know. Now, how long have you had your YouTube channel for now? Um, it's eight years. Not like seven years, eight so, years. And were you pushing it hard back then, or did you just recently, like in the last four or five years? No, nah, man. I've always released, constantly released. Always, my my YouTube actually went up to the the where it's at right now. It kind of it reached there fast, but it started slowing down. Right, but it did reach there pretty fast. Oh, you see, so you hit one that went viral or something. And you got a um, well, I did have a couple songs that actually like you got a few with millions on. There. Yeah, I had a couple that hit off for me, and the one that did really good for me that really like put a lot of confidence in me right. uh, was EBT Boy, uh, and that was a lyrical trap song. And that one, that one's, that one's doing a lot of numbers right now. So, so how did it feel when you were sitting there? Because I'm sure, and I, you know, I'm a content creator, so you know, very beginning, you're you're posting stuff. You're like, look at the views, look at the views. Oh right, Did, right. You, did you wake up one day? And you're like, oh shit! Or your boy calls you, say, hey man, look at these views. They're right, they're getting you know, higher the and higher. Thing, the funny thing is, like, the EBT voice song that I put out that that started doing numbers. Like, we didn't really know about like too much about like. Um, like how to make it like a big thing it kind of did it itself you know but we did we did you know do our best with like a, a um like pushing it our best you know with, with just us and the team right. um and it I, it spoke for itself you know and and it started like catching people from all over the world really so right now how's the hustle how's the grind are you finding yourself like you right now you just came back from a video shoot right yeah so how how are you making time for this or are you just like going all kind of places every every week or so um whenever i come up to la um and that goes back to like just being in the game and and and, and just like kind of get getting like a more of like a routine schedule like with my releases with just keep treating the music as a business right um so when we come up here usually um to do an interview um we have such a long block because i have to leave early because i have to beat the traffic right yes to get up here so when i get up here it's like you know like what am I going to do up here, you know? So I like to keep busy, and me and the team, we scheduled a shoot at uh, Echo Park. Um, so we had a shoot out there, and then um, had some cars come out, you know, shout out to First Class. Oh, and, first Class, uh, that's right. And we just shot over here, you know, from straight from the shoot. That's so I got to do, you know, two things at once. Hey, so you were at that Urbicon. That's where we met, right? Yeah. What'd you think about that place, man? Uh, well, I mean, the, the convention center, of course, is a, a beautiful place, man. It's a beautiful place. But what do you mean by that? I mean, the whole the whole event, I thought it was dope to see a mixture of uh, you had the cars, you had the bikes, you had the rappers, you had the singers, you had the vendors. It was like a, a great like uh, melting pot of different stuff that are just kind of Chicano culture in that place. Right. I, I, I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope, um, uh, you know, for for. The event it was, I thought it was dope. Yeah, everybody came together. That's why I saw you at the at the very end, and uh, um, yeah, I thought it was very cool. Hey, so is there anybody that you haven't collabed with, and that you really would like to do that, like uh, as far as uh, your career goes? Yeah, there's this, you know, there's so many artists. Top I've, three, a top three. Um, man, my first, my first one, top one has always been Bruno Mars. Oh, Bruno Mars. Uh, yes. That would work. Um, that would work. Um, I'm very, like, um, like I'm very, like, uh, like I can do whatever, you know, um, like any type of style. And, and right now, the style that I'm really, really, really tapped into is, like, kind of, like, pushing toward the lane of, like, uh, Bruno Mars, man. And not only that, but he's one of the best entertainers that you yes. have to put yourself next to in order to be great. You got range is what it is. 
So Bruno Mars is one for sure. Okay. Um, besides Bruno, man, Kendrick, of course. Oh my God, yeah. You have to go against the best, man, and he's the top lyricist. You have the top entertainer, top lyricist. What else do we have, man? Um, one more, one more, one more. If I had to choose, choose like a, a, a de dead or alive. Yeah, oh, let's do a dead or alive one. Perfect. A dead one. Yeah, let's do a dead one. One that has passed away, of course, Nate Dog. Oh my God, yeah, that would have worked as well too. Of course, Nate Dog. And and let's get into that. How did you? How was your style when you first first started rapping? Like when you first came out and when you were doing in high school? What would how would you say your style was then? In high school, my style, and this is what's crazy, man. Like in high school, I was doing like, I was doing G funk in high school. Okay. Um, and. I kind of drifted away from it in high school or after I graduated high school and I kind of went a little more into like boom bap lyrical and that kind of transpired into um, the lyrical trap, which was my first EBT boy, which was the first video that really took off for me. So I kind of was known for lyrical trap for a little bit. Uh, and then I had to kind of rebrand myself and bring it back to that funk, you know, because I was initially doing it way back in, in, in middle school. The first song that I ever did uh, uh, a song to was to this beat. Uh, by the East Siders, G'd up. Okay. The yeah. I stay gangstered up, cause it just lives in me. That that record, I I did a song over that, like when I was like uh 13. And uh, but going back to where I'm at now, now I've kind of like came back to to the funk, and um, uh, I think I'm gonna be in it for the long run, man. You know, I, I love doing it. It's it's in me, and, and and it's like first nature. You know, when I go in the studio, um, I just gotta play the 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 beat, and I already know what I'm gonna put on it. And who was uh. Who kind of put you on to funk music? Oh, uh, my father. My father, he he was a big, like, funk fanatic, man. Funkadelic, you know, and then when they turned into Parliament, you know. Um, Were you guys at the barbecue and Pops got the music going or you got home? Pops no, my music? dad, he, my dad, he actually, um, he had such a good taste in music, man. And he he's from he's from East L.A. Um, um, but um, when he came down um, to Oceanside where he, you know, he met my mom, um, you know, we, we they had... I'm a third. I'm I'm the third child. They have my my sister, my brother, and then me. But my my pops had always like, even my older brothers, like my little brother. He's always like made made sure that we listen to his type of music. All right. Um, and I'm thankful for that because like a lot of the music now is just like crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same, man. It it really is. I think most most of the music nowadays is just kind of corporate, and it's kind of just get it in a box and sell it it's not it's not as uh i guess a, a soul or the feeling of the funk from back in the days yeah and i think that an, an important thing also is that like um like doing funk you definitely have to have like a, a melody like uh not just like depending on what type of funk you're doing um I, like funk funk always has a good melody you know like it needs to have it needs to have a good like yeah, something to write to, yeah, you know. Yeah. It can't you know, be it can't be hard. It has to be like smooth. You're having a good you know? time, right? It's it has good to, it's time music. The funk is feel good music. Yes, you know what? And that's that's the vibe I get off of pretty much every single one of your videos. People are smiling. People are coming to the barbecue. People are, you know, you're having a good time with the funk. And sometimes rap music is now so angry. Like yeah. a lot of times, my wife or my sister, I'll be like, "What are you bumping that angry music for?" Right? And that's how rap. But yeah, yours is actually a, a feel good music, right? I think um, I think right now I'm just a part of, like in life general like it's easy to make some feel good music because I'm 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 in that that you feeling I'm good. in that mind state That's of just right. you know feeling good for real. And are you, are your parents both still alive? Yeah, yeah, uh, my parents are both. And, still and alive. how how are they taking you with your music career? Do they do they enjoy it? Do they? Uh... Man, you know my mom she supports me 100. Um, 
but you know we don't kick it as as much as we used to but you know i bring her to the shows as much as i can and then my pops i don't think he's ever heard a song from me he's never heard one of your songs mm -hmm. why is that um he's just doing his own thing you know yeah well you can tell come on pops hit youtube real quick man watch me watch me flow real quick right but you know it, yeah. it, it, it's that relationship right now yeah but we're cool you know we, we this shit. that's right man so let me see what's your take and i don't think um i don't think i've heard on your songs about especially let's say chicano rappers that rap and a lot of the lyrics are all about the n-word you mean i mean they'd be saying and this and that like you know like like uh how do you feel about uh certain chicanos using the n-word and saying rap music uh, you know that's that's them. You know, like I stay in my lane. Yeah, but you gotta have a you gotta have an opinion on it. Nah, not really. <laughs> You're taking the the smooth way out, huh? <laughs> nah, man. You know, to tell you the truth, though, bro, I don't have an opinion for real. Like, uh, you know, I got some some homies that say it too. Yeah, you know? I get it. And then for me, I don't say it personally, but it's just like you know that's how you know what they're used to that's what they're used to you know that's right like, i'm i'm used to what i'm used to you know yes, and that's sir. that old school you know like respect that's right homie. hey talk to me about um what's the name man who, who did you just do a was it sugar free did you do a yeah i did a song with sugar free i'm actually working on the video bro oh is that and, right man i'm glad you brought that up because i'm such a big sugar free fan oh, man yes sir um, I, I grew i grew up listening to sugar free i've i've I, I man, I've studied his like the way that he writes songs. There's nobody, and he doesn't get enough credit. There's nobody that can out rap Sugar Free when it comes to pimping, like pimp, pimping, pimp rap. Like it's a it, it, it's a certain style. It's like pimp rap. It's like he's talking on the beat, but it, it's still in the cadence of the song. Yeah, it's major. Like man, like only a few people can do that. Like he's 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 a, he's, a, he's he's just like man. He's almost like a genius, but he doesn't know it. He'll get it, then he'll switch it, and he'll, he'll go. He'll he'll be at this on flow. beat. He'll yeah, yeah. fall off beat. He'll come back on beat. I'm just like, damn, that shit is 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 amazing, bro. Because that's a talent, man. That is a talent. He knows, like he he knows the BPM, and he can like slide on the BPM however he wants, right. bro. And that's a talent. Yeah, I don't think he. I mean, as far as out here in the West Coast, I think we know we give him props, but I I don't think he ever got the real huge national recognition that he deserves. And you know what? Partly that is is because like. People that are from like I don't know like smaller cities is just I don't think they get enough shine, bro. Like me, I'm from Oceanside, and it's like either way, I feel like there's a way to get there, but still, it's like there's already like people that are like doing what you're doing, you know, and like at a like a bigger like like a, a way more places that have more resources, places that had people that already came from there. Well, yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's even so much the resources. I think it's more they have the like you said the city. Like if if some rapper comes out of Compton, I automatically think oh NWA. But you got to think about it though. Like I'm from Oceanside, you know. Like I, I politic with a couple of these artists out here in LA, and and you know what I'm saying they're gonna support their people, right? You know what I'm saying. I'm not trying to section it out, but it's like there's not much people like you know if you think about it that are gonna be from LA. They're gonna be like oh shit, I'm gonna take this Oceanside fool and I'm gonna help blow him up. Cause he's from where I'm from, but I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, that's never gonna happen. You know, because we're we're from different areas. You know, like usually people want to help out pe well, people that came from where they came. Sometimes, from. sometimes people just want to get up there and don't care who who they help out. Of. And I see some people who just want to bag, who just want to sit here now. I, I and I got I got to shout out those type of artists, bro, because I got to have a, a handful of those artists on my project, bro. And yeah, it's crazy please. when you come across people like that because they genuinely are just doing it for for the love. 
And you don't get a lot of people that are down to just do things no, from the love, no. bro. They're always like, all right, there's going to be a fee. It's going to be, you know, you got to cover this. You got to cover that, you know? Right, of course. So you got to appreciate those people that really throw you a bone. And, and uh, you, can you name any of those people that really helped you? Off the bat, man, Little Rob. Okay, what's up with Little Rob, man? He's my dog, man. That's He's my dog. And, and, and it's crazy because, like, meeting him, like, he totally was somebody that, like, supported me from the get-go and he didn't even know me bro he don't even he doesn't know me like you know and like he supports me which is crazy and you don't find people that are willing to like be in your corner like that you don't you don't you don't you know like usually it's like they end up wanting to have a deal from you they want to split from whatever song you guys make they want this amount of money they want something out of it you know they want to manage you there's always a catch yes. but little bob he just came he hit me up he's like yo i want to come i want to come talk to you you know or meet you because he was in my neck of the of the area and he came to my studio and we sat down and we made a song together you know and i wasn't even expecting that like it just was crazy like i've been to artists house i've i've, I've been to 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 pretty big artists like personal spaces and right. i haven't made songs with them you know like so for little rob to come over and want to like work with me was crazy man like he definitely did it from the love he didn't ask for nothing you know of course i took care of him sure. but it's but still it was like he never once asked me for anything you know that's dope man but he is a san diego native right right so that's probably why he's showing you that love as well. How you were saying people kind of do the city thing sometimes, right? Right, right. Yeah, but he didn't have to at all. That's what's up, man. That's right. dope. So can you tell us your DNA results yet or no? <laughs> Still penny, man. Still penny. We're, we're, we're going to take a break real quick. I'm going to see if I can get this guy to talk about his DNA test because I heard about that. And I want to yeah. I, I know the results. So Chris, let's take us a commercial break. You're going to listen to a couple of his songs and see what the guy got. Let's do this, Chris. So I think you give a lot of young realtors... Uh, up and comers, and even people that are that are a little more experienced and more, more more been in real estate for years, you give them hope that it doesn't matter where you came from. You could still be a badass top realtor in, in, in one of the best companies. 100%. And, and and also you also give you also give hope to all our Latino community and everybody else, whites, blacks, yeah. everybody. That hey, here's Alexis. He could help you. He takes care. I know you pride yourself that. You, you commit to closing their deal in less than 30 days, you find them their home in less than 30 days, you move fast. So if you guys are looking for an agent that is gonna help you sell your house fast, is gonna help, is gonna find your dream home fast, you got him right here with Alexis Ubeda. I'm putting my life into my hustle, trying to come up real quick. Gotta be ready for the outcome when that energy shifts. Gotta be paying all my downfall, but I'm not as convinced. Now follow me. Try to be blowing up my phone late at night. I've never been satisfied with pussy if my bag isn't right. I'm hearing a lot of this and that, but what you doing on sight? Cut up a homies on the four yard and the three cent car. Now follow me. Put in the O on center stage with the funk. See, there was a time when players used to sell the work at the trunk. I'm telling my bitch that this the shit that all the players gon' bump. Hitting the switch on mission, I've been getting the city to jump. It's like. Da -da 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 -da. 
It's the one and only prison do the street. Hey, y'all know what it is. Da 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 da. Hey, it's the ism that I live on the street. Oh, side shit. Oh, side reference. Desi Hollow in this big. Hey, matter of fact, once it's gone, Blake, sum up. Hanging that funk when I'm riding. Happy no punk when I'm sliding. If you wanna test them and try. I was on some bitch you ride Hanging that funk when I'm riding Happy no punk when I'm sliding If you wanna test them and try I was on some bitch you ride Play my part and stay my lane Waking up early in the morning, baby, top of the top I'm rolling by my speak up a 40 on my way to the shop They gotta be watching my whole lifestyle like they wanted to swap I'm putting my time in every project, players wanted to drop I'm running on overtime, the code is on the chairman of funk They wanna see Desi down and out, but shit, I can't be no punk Conversing with OG about the game and how they play it precise See, there ain't no blooper to this shit, it's just a roll of the dice It's like, da 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 it's the one and only prison to the streets Now you know, da 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 It's the ism that I lay up on these streets Hey, nigga, first of can you handle the punk? Now you realize that you can survive, you win Don't 
don't lie, put it down, phone like baby, let's The home Lolo's when you banish, gotta put it on threes. And if you rollin' in the rag, then let it down for the breeze. A sunny day, the cruise is strippin', spend some game with tees. And when I'm rollin' in the city, I show up on your feet. Bring the shorties to the function and the dude to the back. Everybody got that homie that don't know how to act. Sun is beaming on the plate, you gotta put on some shade. She like the chorus underneath, but she wanted engraved. I told her, now baby, go your first time, ride along. Hit the switch and shit on mine, where we go? Mm-mm. Girl, we bout to slide to the stove. Grab a bottle, then we live in the O. Gotta bring some second when you party still. Think about the coasters, party hard to tell. Shit start getting tricky, then it's getting real. Tell her for your love, you know how I feel. Six, two, six, trace, six, four. Six, four, baby. West, go, find, go, ride, slow. Let's get it jumping when I roll through. It's California, what you know, fool. The homo lolos on that old school. Got a little shorty, get it low too. So what we doing tonight? Little function, all the members got the khakis with a crease. Shine the rims, hit the switch, fade the bus in the back. Shorty said she wanna bounce, all the tech is attacked. If she's sitting in the back, she fix the face in the black. She telling all the friends to put a drop of in on the map. Slide. Six, 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 trace, six, four. Six, four, baby. West, go, five, go, right, slow. Big dog in the house tonight. Let's get it jumping when I roll through. It's California, what you know, fool. The homo lolos on that old school. Got a little shorty, get it low too. So what we doing tonight? Let's sit that in, turn up on ten, pour drink in my cup, turn it get right. Let's bring that funk, let's roll some more. Probably take some more when I get tight. Invite your friends, let's drop that pain. I'ma step three times for the west side. Throw it up real hot, you pants don't lie. Put it down, phone like baby, let's ride. And we are back. Um, you want some water? You're good. 
That's all right. Thank all right. you. You're good. You're good. All right. You know what I didn't ask you was <clears throat> Desi Hollow. Where does the name come from? Um, Desi, growing up, um, you know, my my couple of my, my fellow homies were calling me Desi. And then Hollow, believe it or not, I was really into like battle rap. <laughs> really? Yeah, when I was younger, I was into battle rap. And there was a, a rapper called Hollow the Dawn. And I always wanted to rap like him. You know, he had a lot of confidence. Uh, battle battle rap was about a lot of confidence. So, um, I, to be to be honest with you, I was kind of like doing something similar to that in high school. Um, I was like rap rap battling. I guess right. you call it whatever now, you, at school. Now, when you get when you when you're ready for battle rap, you kind of already know who your opponent is, or you or are you guys are gonna group or something. No, how, at, how school, does that work? at school we were just like freestyle after school, um, and it was just a group of people. But you know, to be honest with you, there. When I was in school, there was nobody doing it. Like, there was nobody doing it, bro. And, like, I was, like, the one that was doing it. Right. And I carried it on to where I'm at now. Um, but I don't know if the people in high school really believed I was going to take it this far. Not, not, when you battle rap, are you crumbing on the person? Or what are you doing? You're just talking shit. Like, let's like, go. Let's battle rap, man. Well, what I can't do that stuff no more. <laughs> <laughs> But back then, though, it was, it was something fun to do. But another thing we would do in battle rap was funny because we would write a lot of our punchlines. Okay. You know, we would always have something prepared. Um, but for the most part, man, after school, I would always like, uh, try to like freestyle and stuff like that. So that's where my name came from, Desi, and then Hollow from Hollow the Dawn. All right. But all I right. was stuck with it since, uh, since the very first song I ever made, you know? Yeah. Cause I was a Desi. First I thought it was Dizzy, right? But I said, no, it's with the, it's with the E. Um, and, but Desi reminds me also of, uh, who was the actor from, uh, I Love Lucy, Desi Arnaz. Desi Arnaz. Desi yeah. Arnaz. There was some old cat. I remember there's an old ass cat in my city and he used to call me, yo, Desi Arnaz. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's crazy. Like who, you know, like that's an old school term right there. Well, that's how I, I kind of actually had to remember because the whole week I was like, no, it's not fucking Dizzy. It was Desi. Desi. Don't go in here and say, hey, here's Dizzy Hollow. Like, no. I will come in here Dizzy as hell. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> you got me Dizzy. Uh, so let me get on these two super chats over here real quick. Got one, Ray, 499. I appreciate you, Ray. He said, watching and bumping his music out here in Minnesota, carnal. That's right, Minnesota. Shout out to Minnesota. Right? We had another one, Steel Thrust. He wanted to bring 6-4 Girl Remix back. Don't ever listen to that song. You go crazy. What's homie. that? Oh, no, don't. <laughs> you don't, don't want to know, boy. You don't. I'll send you the link, Arnal. I'll send you the link. It's, it's one of the greatest unknown. It, it's so bad, it's good. That's all I'll tell you about the song. Six four girl. I'll give him his props. Uh, six four Impala girl. Six four Impala girl. People, it's so bad, it's good. All right. I'm giving the guy a shout out. Trust me, Jesus. All right. So, Chris, let's open up the phone lines real quick. Hey, so it's been three years, man. When are you gonna give us a DNA test, homeboy? Oh, man, you know what? The best I think I could do is just tell you, man, it's Oceanside. That's in my blood, man. It's in my no, blood. No, no, it's got to be. You, I, I heard. I I, <laughs> I do my homework. I go out there. I open the closet doors, and I saw him on a podcast three years ago, and he said, right. oh, I just got my DNA test, but I'll be putting it out soon. So it's been three years, man. So <laughs> so, so what are you, man? Are you a mutt? Are you a... To be honest with you, bro, and I think I told somebody this, I, to be comfortable with, t like, trying to, like, explain it it's kind of weird because my pops me like like i said like my pops he grew up out here right. in east la but he was always like he, he was a, a foster child okay so he didn't really know too much about his roots you know I, I never was was like on my dad's side i never was like around his people or his family let alone right. you know so i wasn't really cultured from my pops you know all he <laughs> my pops man all he ever talked about especially when he drank was east la east la <laughs> east la that's all i ever heard out of my pop's mouth man <laughs> East LA is so bad, you know. Back guy. back in East LA, we used to do this. Of course. Do so my pops, you know what he really gave me was like 
to be the best, man. Like, especially he would tell me, he said, hey, we, we do this, we do that, you know, but you have to be the best at it, you know? So he's always it distilled that in my head. Like, you have to be the best in whatever you do, you know? That's right. But shout out to my pops, man. But, I, I, you know, I can't really supply you with that, my <laughs> man. I'm so sorry. We'll, get, we'll do it for members only. Don't worry. I got, I got a members only part of the channel. Uh, West Coast Graffiti, much love from Long Beach all the way to Olsen Shire. Let's get it. Callie Mac, showing you the love, homeboy. Long Beach. No, people, people are... Uh, People are loving the music. That's just it. Same with me. As soon as I heard it, I was like, wait a minute. Because you're not one of those artists, because there's a lot of artists like that, that you'll find one song, maybe two. You're kind of those artists from almost a throwback artist that you got an album. They're just about all bangers, dude. And, and how, how do you do that? How do you get your creative juices going for that? Do you sit down and write this you stuff? You know what? They're not all bangers. They're just all on the same topic. They're all in this. They're all unison. They're all flowing. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're not all bangers. You know, there's songs on there that are like <clears throat> a little slower in tempo, but they're still on the same topic. You know, right. and I think that's what makes a, an album or a body of work nowadays. People are just rushing out to put music out, and it doesn't even make sense. You know, you listen to the project, it's like one minute this fool's crying, and the next minute this fool's screaming. Like you know what I'm saying? Whenever I put a, a body of work out, I always take the most time I can, you know, even though I, at the end I end up rushing it. Um, but my, my bodies of work have been all based off of funk though. Um, so I've been heavy in the, in the funk lane and, um, I, it just comes, like I said, you know, firsthand to me. So, um, yeah. Well, would, well, would you say you're your own worst critic? Yeah, of course. I, th I think you have to be. Um, and every time I, I put a body of work together, I, I make sure I record over 50 songs. Over the, 50 put the, the green one on on the on the okay, let's see what we got caller caller who who's this hello hello oh the guy maybe had too many margaritas yeah, yeah he's got too many margaritas he, he uh he that's the arizona caller uh membership welcome to boss membership mr mario alvarez so when you're getting ready for uh for uh to to make a song how long does it take you from start to finish? Like, let's say, what are you doing? Are you, are you sitting there just watching TV? Are you driving in the car? What's the inspiration that gets you going like that? Uh, for me, like, I've always been, like, not too outspoken as a person, but I've always, like, talked about a lot of things that I'm feeling in my music. So it's always been, like, a real, like, kind of like a release for me. So it's not like I have to, like, have something going on to write a song. I could be writing a song while I'm driving. I could be writing a song while we're sitting here. You know, I could be I could be thinking about ideas. And, and as long as you're... Who's that? This guy, this guy is West Coast Graffiti. What's going on, player? Let him in. Hey, what's up? Saludos, Desi Halo. Saludos, uh, hey, respect American Cholo. Cholo. Thank you for bringing him on. For sure. You know, y your music is, um, it reminds me of the 90s, bro. So, Thank and, you. and Thank I, I kind of bump a lot of the 90s more than, you know, music that they put out nowadays. Yep. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the music nowadays. I just more, I gravitate more to the old school, you know? Me too, me too. We have something in common. Bro. Yeah, so my question is, um, a lot of people, a lot of rappers don't um, have a lot of uh, rock and roll in their music. Uh, kind of like, you know how that one song from Cypress Hill, Wanna Be a Rock Star? Uh, yeah. You know how they have that guitar stuff? Would you ever implement that in your music? Great question. Of course. And Cypress Hill, man, they were, they just had that real heavy Latin sound, you know? And I, I ooh, the guitars, the trumpet, 
you know ooh, that shit so that shit yeah. and that shit turns yeah. you up like so it's the live music that the instruments that really like give the song that 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 hit you know yeah yeah but no i definitely want to i would try something like that but for me it would be more so like sitting down with a producer and, and making it sound more of that sound but adapted to me you know because um, I can't totally like you know try to replicate something else. Right. Oh man, that's a great question, West Coast. What you working on today, West Coast? Yeah, no, nothing, man. Just right here chilling. You know, we were gonna go to a party, but I'm right here watching your podcast, bro. The party can wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, man. Appreciate you, Playboy. Gracias. All right, man. Take care, man. Yeah, that, that was a, that was an absolute great question. That's another podcaster buddy of ours, uh, West Coast Graffiti. Shout out to West Coast Graffiti. Yeah, um, that would be pretty dope, man. Do some rock and roll stuff. Yeah. Right. I've been wanting to, to try new avenues, you know. Um, uh, I, I like to test myself or challenge myself, as you would say. That's right. This guy said, I'm from Highland Park, grew up in Fontana, and I live in St. Paul, Minnesota. That's a, that's a Minnesota fan you got over there now. Oh, much love to Minnesota, man. I, I, I've never been out there. Well, there you go. You might have to go out there one of these days, man. Get, no, get it sure. going, right? I want to see new places for sure. So you're like... Meeting you in person, all that, you seem like a very humble guy. You seem like very, uh, like, kind of not quiet, but, you know, not, not, not too outspoken energy. But when you go on stage, you turn into a different person. Right. You, you, you get that energy. How, how do you do that? Is that like a Jekyll and Hyde thing? Or is that as soon as you get the mic, do you try to check out and just become uh, Desi Hollow? Or how does that work? You know, some people are lucky to be, you know, out, out, outgoing. Uh, uh, me, I, I've always been caught in the middle. I've always been a little bit wanting to be outgoing, but at the same time, I'm reserved. So it's kind of like fighting that whole urge of just trying to be reserved. Um, I think that is just a challenge in itself, you know, and I like to challenge myself. Um, and, you know, when I first started off, I was very scared to get on stage. I was very nervous. I, and you can tell, you can tell in people's body language that they're they're nervous or they're scared or, you know, they're not used to it. Right. So. It was a lot of like challenging myself to be able to be comfortable on stage and 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 have the confidence and you know it's a challenge it's a challenge it's really challenging myself because you know I, I am pretty like to myself right hello we got a private one calling in let's see what this is call from i thought i was gonna say prison I'm like, what's <laughs> danny what's good press five like three months ago and i really uh like his style and the mix music that he's making right on and uh, i want i wanted to ask him if he would ever do like uh what's uh trendy right now like corridos tumbados and second question would be if he would ever collab with uh bay area rappers ah great question all right there you go he said corrido corrido tumbados oh, would you ever collab with that that would be crazy, you no. know. That would be so dope. But you know, I would need help writing it. I, I mean, it's, we're translating from you know because my Spanish is bad. So. Yeah, no, but I, I think that with the corrido tumbado thing, you can still do it in English. Yeah, you just would have to do it to their beat. Yeah, but that still takes away the element of you no, know. No, not really, because the the whole the whole thing of corrido tumbado, it's kind of a mixture of of both worlds. It's a mixture of like the Mexican, let's say, gangster music mixed in with the L.A. kind of trap music is what it is. So I don't know. I think it would work. You know, who I think may work real good with this gentleman, Scrizzy, Scrizzy Santana, homeboy. I don't know if you heard it, homie. I'm kind of pissed off at you, crazy, but uh, I'm gonna give you a shout out right now. I'm gonna send you the link, homeboy. I think I think you guys work great together. Oh, let me see, what's this? It's probably crazy saying, "Fuck you, Gil." Hello, hello, <laughs> who's this? What's up, Bart? Hey, uh, 
I wanted to tell uh, Desi Arlo, um, has he ever heard of a rapper called uh, Ramirez? Oh yeah, of course, of course. Shout out to Ramirez, man. I I I think that would be a, a cool, a cool like a, a, a like collaboration right there for sure. Yeah, cause uh, the last album he put out that I liked was uh the Player's Manual, and it kind of um, reminded me of uh, your style of music. Yeah, I, I you know in um on my YouTube, I, I got a couple comments of people that were Ramirez fans that were saying uh, that would be a dope to see us work together. But no, I definitely want to. Would could see that happening for sure, man. He's dope. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see that happen, man. He also hey, has well, just respect, man, and I love your music. You know, that's right. Oh, thank you, bro. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you calling in. That's right, man. Thank you, brother. All appreciate right, it. Later. How's that feel, man? How's that feel to get people calling in and telling you, man, they love your music? It feels amazing, man. It feels amazing. Um, it feels great, and then it, it kind of is like a little bit of a like. Well, it really is a, 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 a payoff, right? It's like a payoff of like you know, like not giving up. Now, how do you, how do you handle? Because that's the good part of social media and, and doing what you do right now. How do you handle when people sit there and oh, your shit sucks, your shit's garbage? No, Have funny, you ever man. caught yourself in the maybe not now, but before going down that rabbit hole of those bad comments? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, just just myself alone. You know, I don't really uh to get too bothered about it or get too worked up you know um i've just i've seen it all there's nothing really somebody could tell me because nobody really nobody really like it's it's online you know it's not in person that's like right. come on man that's right all right let's see what's coming mr miguel let him through what's going on miguel what's up, Gil? talk to us hey man i just i'm not uh i just had just one question man uh i was wondering if uh the gentleman with you today if, if he's ever willing to uh rap not just in the bay area but like in Salinas, san jose Stockton. Uh, pretty, pretty much the, pretty much just saying would he rap in the whole northern uh circle realm i guess is the, the if word he, he had, he had not let me lie. Would, would i come up well, to not, north yeah, yeah, like like respectfully, you know, because, you know, you already got your dino that came in, you know, on your platform and yes. other people's platforms, but, but you know, um, you you know they're going to be talking about that because there's a lot of people that say, hey, you know, they never touch a tierra, you feel me? Yeah, but like, for you, to, like, any, you see everybody, all these other artists that, you know, that are mentioned, yeah, they go to the East Coast, and that's cool, I give them credit, and that's, hey, man, they're, they're spreading the Chicano culture, but Cali. West Coast, you know, That's searching right. ground in Cali. Right. That's all I had to say. All right, brother. Thank you. I appreciate the phone call. So, I mean, pretty much the question is, then it's a fair question to ask, would you be willing to go up north and actually, you know, funk with the homies up there as far as, as, far as music? Because... The, I had um I had Sir Dino who was formerly Sir Dino. He's an old, old school rapper back in, up from up north. He's a pastor now. I just got a hold of uh, Gold Toes. He's a very well known uh like artist and rapper. He's out of Houston, but he's he's, he's from the Bay Area, right? And I got no me myself. I got no problem working with these gentlemen because to me they're just you know they're just brothers from a different part of town. Like we were talking earlier off air. You know, I got different hoods over here that they've killed my homies, and I don't look at those guys any different anymore. Right. Do you think there's ever going to be a time that we're going to actually be able to, or people like you, going to go up there and rap, or or is this still too much of the political thing? You know, um, 
I don't really, for myself, you know, personally, I don't really have like a, a, of course, I would be cautious, you know, going up there. I would love to go up there. But, you know, I, I don't really have like any like ties to my name, you know, or okay. any like neighborhood ties to my name. So it's like going up there, of course, I would like to go up there, but it's not going to be like on any bad intentions, but besides to do a show. That's what's up. Besides to, you know, do what I need to do, you know, get out. That's what's up. So the, the answer is pretty much, yeah, you'd be willing to go up there and of course. do some music. Of course. Collaborate with some of those guys. Mm. We were bumping them yesterday when I got home, especially because of gold. So I said, let me check. Out. Dude, those guys up there, they... They're bang. They got bangers out there, man. They got some yeah. good music coming out of out of the Bay Area and and up north, right? <laughs> they got some great artists up there. They got some really good artists. They got like a everyone right now is just popping off, bro. Even like down down further down toward like San Diego is popping off. Like there's just so many artists right now that are just doing the thing. But what do you think? Uh, like for yourself, let me ask you, what do you think <clears throat> separates you from the rest? Because when you have so many artists like that. You gotta stand out. What what makes you stand out from everybody else? Do you think in your in your brand? Nobody's doing the funk I'm doing. Nobody. There's people out here that are doing G funk. That's not funk, you know. Like that's just rap on top of like a, a funky beat. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't do you know I do funk. Like I really do it. Um, but I think that the melodies, bro, the melodies are what changes separates me from like a lot of artists don't really like put melodies on their songs. That's right. That's right. Hey, caller, caller, where are you calling from? I'm over here from Carson. Robert from Carson. What you got to tell the homie right here? Talk to us. Uh, no, no, no. I, I heard some of his music and it's good stuff, but I was just going through the YouTube right now, checking more of his stuff, and I seen that he got a, a collab with Aleman, and that's like, that's huge, bro. That's, that's like the biggest rapper out of Mexico. You, hey, believe it or not, bro, I'm going to tell you a crazy story about that, man. Perfect. I, 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 yeah. I, I met him. I met him a couple years back, and his first time ever coming to America, um, um, you know, to to North America, um, was with uh, was was with myself at this festival. I did uh, recipes. I think it was the last festival that Mac Miller did, okay. um, and I brought him with me as a special guest. And man, he had the time of his life out here, and and now he's out here all the time. But he's since that point, he's blown up. You right. know, he's he's really like, he's really made a name for himself, bro. That's right. But okay, so that, that's how you met him at the festival, or, or no, no. So I, I met him like years back, um, before he was really like popping, like that. popping, yeah. And you know, me and him are still tight. Me and him are still cool. But you know, we we have our own lanes. We have our own things going on. You know, For so sure. it's been a minute, but I still be collabing with him here and there. Okay, that's what's up. All right, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check that track right now, man. That's, you guys have a good one, bro. Yeah, you too, bro. Thank you for the phone call. So, so you you are meeting all kind of people and doing your thing, huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But are are you guys gonna eventually think collab again on a on a certain thing, or he's just kind of doing a, a lot of big things right now? The rapper he's speaking about. Uh, we'll do something. You know, once I get a little bit more up there, you know, he he kind of like took off. You know, he he's a Mexican artist from uh, Cabo San Lucas, right? Um, but he's like the biggest trap Mexican artist right now. Uh, his name's Alaman. Um, but like. That's the crazy thing, man. Like I, I met him a long time ago, and like I'm still working on my myself, you know. But he's already established, so it's like, how do I how do I reach out to people that are, that are already like at that status, you know? And I'm I'm trying to get there, but I never asked for no handouts, you know. So I think the next time I talk to him, I'm gonna have to wait until I have established myself. Well, Roger, huh? let's see, Roger, Roger, what's good? Johnny Gill, what's going on? <laughs> What, what was that? Johnny Gill or what do you say? 
I don't know. I guess that guy was a troll. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they didn't work out too well. Hold on. We got a 619 call coming in. Ese Turi de San Diego. What's good? Hey, what's up, Kamal? Talk to us. Hey, I just want to give you a pop for your show, homie. You know, thank good information, Kamal. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And, uh, hey, the, the, home, the homie right there, is, you know, from San Diego, he gets down, you know, with the G-Funk, homeboy. He's that's the only one doing that G-Funk. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate hey, right that. Hey, right here, just want to get pop to the homie with the geek funk style. That's right. Thank that's you. right. Appreciate Thank you, the phone call, player. Let's see what this is. Let's see what's coming in now. Is this the same crazy guy? Oh, no, no. Here we, go. we get all kind of calls. Ray, Ray, what's going on? Ray, Ray from Minnesota. What up, girl? Talk to us. Just want to say uh, keep up with what you're doing. You're doing a good show here, man. Thank you. And uh, Dizzy Hollow, man, keep doing your thing, man. Just see you. Thank and you, Eventually, man. you'll get up there. Thank you. It's, it's, we got the funk is coming, man. It's about to be upon us. <laughs> the funk is the coming. The funk is spreading, man. I love it. I love it, homie. We, the we, funk is spreading. It's up here up north, and I'm sure it's going to reach everywhere. That's right, man. When I do a show out there, I expect to, to turn up with you. That's right. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll be dope. All For right, sure, brother. man. You take hey, care. Thank you, my man. All right, man. Y'all take care. You Good too. Night. Hey, so let's get back a little bit on, um, and like I was saying, you change as far as when you go on stage, right? You get all the energy. Was there any time that you were about to go on stage and you just nervous as hell or something? Uh, yeah, I've had times where like, uh, I just, <laughs> man, and luckily my manager didn't go. I, I did a show like literally uh, uh, last weekend with Little Rob. Okay. And um, we did a song that we have together, but I also did my own song. Um, after we did our song together. But as soon as I get on stage, I forget every lyric. And I'm just like... Oh, Jesus! I forget every lyric. I don't even think I spit one lyric of, of, of the song. It was a song called I Got Love. I, I fucked every lyric up. I was on stage. But I, I I brought it back, though, with the song after. It was okay. actually my song. Okay. So I was like, okay. I know the words, but nah, man. Like, sometimes I'll be... Sometimes I'll be, I'll be, I'll be out of it, you know, and it's like, it's not that I, I, I mean it to go down like that, but it's like, you know, sometimes everybody has a day, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's just, but I'll never let that happen again. Well, no, it, it, it may, I, I hear that even big stars when they're going out there day to this day, get the butterflies and all that. That's what makes us human. It's almost like a, like a boxer. I guarantee you every single boxer that's going out through the ring, whether he's a professional, Mayweather, whoever they got to have that butterfly in them because that's what makes us human. Gets us like, all right, we're getting ready. But, but that's what really keeps us alive, you know? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what keeps us alive. Even like the podcast. There'll be sometimes when I'm doing the podcast and my heart is raising and we're starting and I'm trying to catch up. Like right now when all that stuff was going, before I'd be all stressed out. And I'm like, eh, it is what it is, you know? And then eventually kind of just groove into it, right? Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, man. You know, it's like it's like when you first go on a date and you're like all nervous and shit. And then you go up and you've been on so many dates that you go on another date and you're not nervous no more. But then another one comes around and you are nervous. It's like it, it hits you. The nervousness hits you randomly. Yes. Especially when, like when I'm about to go on stage. Sometimes, man, like sometimes I'll go on stage and I'll be so comfortable. Like just with the stage presence, with the people, with the interaction, with talking to the people. I'll be so comfortable. And the next minute I'll do a show and like I'm just like so awkward. It just happens, man. You know? How's the how's the energy change from people to people? Do you guys, when you're up there, do you really feel that? Energy? Of course, of course. Like I, I did a show, um, I did a show with an artist called Dougie Style um, at the La Santa in Santa Ana, 
And that shit was fucking lit because everybody was like, was grooving. We had so much fun. And then I did a show at like a car, a car club uh, meetup and everybody kind of like was just like. Too reserved. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. That kind of kills energy. Yeah. So then me, I can tell I was watching like people's posts. Like I was a little stiff and shit. Like I didn't look like, I look like I didn't even like. <laughs> because you weren't feeling I didn't it. stretch or something. I look weird. Hey, hey, hey uh, who does your, what is it, choreographic or choreography? What's it called? All right. Yeah. Choreography. Choreography. Who does that for you, man? Because I see you doing your little moves. That's My like, moves? That's his move I only right got there. two moves. Yeah, yeah, I only got two moves. One is like <laughs> this. And then the other one is like on the, on the like the little bounce yeah. on the floor and shit. I only got two moves, man. I did them today like 50 times. Oh, that shit works though, player. Yeah. Oh, man. But I tell you though, like, and that's what saved me when I did that show at the theater, Balboa Theater in San Diego with Little Rob. What saved me was that I started dancing. Like I forgot my words. I forgot my words. So then I just started dancing and shit. And everybody's like, hey, yeah. And I'm just like, thank God, fuck. I, I forgot where I, I saw an interview of somebody uh, said pretty much exactly the same thing you did. And they said, what do you do? You got to just keep going. You can't just, right. sit, you can't just sit there and stop. You kind of have to improvise. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, if, if you stop the whole show, then they're going to figure out, hey, wait a minute. This yes. one forgot his fucking lyrics. Yes. Uh, was that with Little Rob when you said you forgot the lyrics? No, he didn't even know. He was doing his own oh, shit. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Know? What was Rob like, doing? Rob was like, yeah. Nah, I already knew. You know, personally, I, I can tell, like, I, I didn't I didn't hit any of those words that I was supposed to. But, you know, it's a personal thing. I'm pretty sure that the people didn't even care about it. But, you know, no, me, it, I knew I, I missed all the words. And why was it? Just because just it was? I don't know, man. That's another thing I was telling you, bro. Like, I did a show the day before that, and I fucking killed it, rocked it, hit every word. And then this one, I fucking missed every word. It, I don't know. Do it you, just happens. Do you bump drone music? Yeah. I do. I do, but I only bump it as soon as I record it. If I, I, like when I leave the studio. Like right now, what I'm bumping in my in my stereo right now is the two newest songs I just recorded like two nights yeah, you ago. just keep hearing them, hearing, hearing them. Hearing them, hearing them. And then once I send them out to be mixed and they come back, I stop fucking with them because it's like, it's a whole, like the mixing thing is a whole nother side, bro. I'll hear a song like a million times before we put it out. Like the mixing part. Right. You know, first recording it is dope. But once we get into mixing and it's like the, the, hey, what's the, the 20th doing? mix they and just, I'm like... That many, huh? They just start changing how where the lyric comes out or what, what do um, they do? Sometimes I'll record a song and then they'll be like, I'll listen to it and like, this is bumping. And then they'll hit a certain part and I'll be like, ah, I f fell off right there. Maybe I can write something that's a different flow that will get people more like, more vibing, more interested. You know, sometimes I like to put, scratch some things and put flow switches in there that's just nice. to keep people on their their toes and be like, oh shit, this will, da, 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 da. you know, just change it up because like people, I don't know, like so many people just rap the same through the whole song, um, which is cool too, but I, I like to switch it up. That's right, man. So what do you got going on nowadays? You got any, any uh, concerts coming up? Any place you're going to be performing at? Uh, well, I'm going to be in Austin, Texas. Um, I think Austin, Texas, August, 18th okay and then uh, uh san antonio texas august 19th i think those are the dates is it me or does it seem like other states um especially like towards chicano uh rappers like little rob uh let's say capone uh those guys seem to get much more love out of state than they do in california am i wrong for saying that mm, i mean I don't know. They still get love, like yeah, but it doesn't seem like they'd be really selling the type of venues that they do out here. They do out there. I think though, just like you got to put it like this, though. You know, you want to you want to see something that's like 
I don't know, like not foreign, but you want to see something that's like you only hear that style really like out. You know, this this is like this is the home of that sound. So people want to support that, you know, because they want to support where where it came from, you know. So I, I I wouldn't doubt that, you know. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. That his fans, he has like super 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 fans across you know the country. I think he does, you know. Yeah, I see a lot of their their other uh, places. That's why when I hear a lot of guys, they go out, they go out to. It seems like it seems like a, a lot of the rappers out here in California have to almost make the the tours through Houston, San Antonio, yeah. get real known there, and after they get popping over there, they kind of come back and get a little bit bigger over here. Yeah, you know, but they're also like supporting, you know, like where it originated from, you know, over here. They just want to be a part of it. You That's know? right. And, Is it Roman? Yes, sir. Talk to us, brother. What's going on? Oh, Finchie Gill, what's up, man? I just want to say thank, thank you, man. I I don't know I I don't know how you got a hold of this dude, man. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, Denzi deserves so much more than we. You know what? what I think you and Denzi have more in common than you think you know, man. It's it's two two dudes that need to be on a higher platform. That's right. Thank you. Than what it is, you know what I'm saying? But uh, thank you. I have a question for Desi, man, because, yeah. man, I'm such a huge fan, man. I'm, I'm 44 years old, and, and he brings me back, man, to those days when I was, at, like, 18 years old, when, when I'm listening to DJ Quick and, yeah. and, 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 and the Dog Sound and all these guys. And I'm like, where, where did this fucking kid get this so much soul in him at his young age, man? I listen to... Uh, and, man. And, and, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I'm geek. I, you know what? I usually don't call. I'm geeking out, to be honest with you, bro. <laughs> no, man, it means a lot. I, I, I really That's appreciate right. you. That's I really right. appreciate you calling, man. Um, I, I, hey, 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 and brother, and brother, I don't mean to cut you out. I don't mean to cut I'm from East LA, man. My whole family's from East LA. When you say you're popular, I was like, there's, there's, there's no way, man. There's, there's, there's no oh, way that I have great. this much connection with you like that, like, on, 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 on the music. And, and and it's so crazy, man. Because my son's 19 years old, and I just text him right now, and I go, I go, hey, dude, Desi's pops is from the hood, you know. And and he responds, he's just like, it's in the blood, man. It's in the blood, you know. Uh, he said he's geeking out. He's talking to Desi Hollow. That's yeah. what's up. <laughs> yeah, man. No, much love from East LA to Oceanside, man. For for sure, man. For sure. And I really appreciate you calling in, man, and and, and really like chatting it up with me. Thank That's you. Love, man. Thank you for the phone call, brother. Nah, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Of that's, course. Take care. That's love, my boy. Man. Washington, what's up? Let's see. Esco. Hey, how's it going? It's going good, my man. Talk to First us. Time got caller, on the line. Long time listener. I just wanted to propose a question real quick. Yes. I don't want to change the whole mood and anything, but... I just wanted to ask Desi. Well, first of all, I just want to say EBT Boys, one of my favorite music videos, the visuals of it is beautiful. Thank you. But I just wanted to ask, do you think that being a rap artist is one of the most dangerous jobs in the U.S. right now with people uh, being murdered at alarming rates? Great question. I think that, you know, I think that happens in, in neighborhoods, you know, like I think it's just dangerous in general, you know, like it's just it's just it's just hard you know and i think it just depends on how you maneuver and, and how you carry yourself and and you know at the end of the day you can't really control the actions of other other people so you know it's just it's just being cautious man but it is it is a dangerous game See, for sure. so then what, what, what do you do 
to to keep yourself out of those situations? Uh, you know what, man, you know, I'm, I'm very precious with my time and, and I only do things if it's like business, you know, so I'm not I'm not out there hanging out, you know, I'm not doing. But but like I said, man, people's intentions that, you know, not everyone's going to, you know, pe- some people are going to think differently of you, bro. And it's just it's just all about being cautious and, and you know, taking care of yourself. I love it. I feel that. Hey, I love you guys, man. Keep doing what you guys do. Appreciate you, American Tolan, what you're doing, man. Thank you, man. Keep buddy. doing your thing. I just want to shout out my channel real quick. Shoot it. Grassyard on TikTok. Grassyard hey. on TikTok. There love you go. Y'all, man. Be he, easy. He be dancing over there with the G-string. Now I'm messing with you, man. <laughs> nah, nah. I be doing custom work, man. I be doing custom work. Oh, you art, do custom, custom work? Stickers. Custom well, art, holler at me. All right. That's my own business. You got it, brother. I appreciate you. Great question, by the way. Gracias. Keep it. That was a great question, huh? And I, I, it, you know what? Um, rappers are dying at an alarming rate, but it's not so much your genre because your genre isn't that kind of gangster rap. I mean, it's gangster music, but it's not gangster rap. It's mm. not. I'm gonna get the get the strap and put it in your face and shoot you and with you a whoop. And I think uh, a lot of guys want the fame that comes with that gangster rap, but they're not ready for all the all the repercussions of it of getting shot and killed, man. Yeah, you know, but also it's like, they, you know, like some some artists are just speaking, you know, like it's their outlet, you know, like that's just, that's how they are, you know, they're just pretty much telling you how they are, you know, like. Yeah, I get that, but I think, I think the, I think this is the problem. Let me take this thing off. We'll stop with the phone calls right here before we end this bad boy. I don't want to get, give me a second. There we go. So I think the, I think the, the, the thing with the gangster rap is this. Especially the the guys who actually blow up, right? Um, it's unfortunate where you got guys who they're rapping, they're they're telling their story, but they're doing it why? Because they want to get that bag, they want to take care of their family, they want to you know make money so they don't have to live that hood life. And it seems like a lot of these guys who are finally made, let's say guys who are making millions now, right? And they're still trying to portray that life and some are still living that life i mean it isn't that the right. reason that a lot of these guys are doing that so they can get out of that life but it seems like we can't let that ego go to say oh i fool you ain't gangster no more you don't live in the hood no more you ain't out here fucking busting on people and they want to keep on doing it and then you get people like six nine who want to sit there and portray like they are and as soon as they get caught up they're snitching so it, that's when i say it's very hard for those kind of gangster rappers to to live both sides don't you think it's got to be where Either you're going to just rap about it or you're going to be about it. But when you do both, you're going to get caught up. Yeah. I think, you know, some people just get caught up in their own, you know, uh, image that they're trying to paint. Yeah, right. And I'll tell you, some people, and I'll tell you, some some people, they'll come into the game uh, a certain way, if it, whether it be like real gangster, real hood, whatever. And they have to like, they get buzzing off that. And they have to, they have to maintain that, that style, you know, because it's working for them. It's paying their bills. So some people have no choice, you know. Some people were about that life, and maybe they're not doing it no more. But that's what's paying their bills. So right. it's like they have to do it. Right. Well, believe it or not, I think, uh, and people try to hate me for this. Pac was kind of the same way. Pac was not a gangster. Pac right. was not a banger. And then he came out here to L.A. And within, you know, two or three years that he was out here, he he ended up living that whole persona. And getting caught up with it, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's I mean that's something something else like I wouldn't even be able to to speak on. But yeah, <laughs> Don't talk about Pac. Homie. I can talk about Pac. What are they gonna do? They can't cancel me, man. <laughs> they can't cancel me. <laughs> so so you know what? We're gonna start wrapping this bad boy up. Um, 
It's been a great interview, man. I, Thank I, you. I, I really, I really do dig your music. I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of uh, my subscribers, now that they didn't know about you, hopefully go over there and uh, and show you that love, man. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and let people know where they could find you on Instagram, any social media, where you're gonna be at as far as concerts, any shout outs you want to do, man. Just look uh, into that camera. Yeah, I'm uh, Desi Hollow, D-E-Z-Z-Y-H-O-L-L-O-W, Desi Hollow, man. Uh, he was telling me he was having trouble, you know, before the interview pronouncing it, but it's Desi Hollow on all so social platforms, and um, I'm just working on new music, man, always, and I'm getting ready to release new new videos, and um, I'm also uh, working on that that uh, music video for the song I did with Sugar Free, and also the song that I did with Baby Bash and Little Rob, That's right. and that is literally what's going to be released pretty soon, you know, and then and I also have the shows in August in Texas. Um, and, you know, besides that, I'm just working. And, and hopefully I can have some dates on, on my Instagram for you guys. For sure. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to have you make a deal with us over here. Desi, when you blow up, don't ghost me, homie. Don't, oh, no. don't ghost me, Desi. No, when no, when no. you blow up and I'm like, no, we're not answering that phone. Oh, I need five racks, girl. I'll be like, come on, homie. <laughs> like, really, carnal? <laughs> so with that being said, guys, you guys go check him out. Monday, we have a live with Alonzo from Street TV. He's been at the courthouse every day at the Nipsey Hustle murder trial. So we're going to hear some stuff from Alonzo. Other than that, you guys have a great weekend. This is the American Troller Podcast. It's Faith to Black, baby.